Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes every single day, seven days a week. But that keeps us in God's Word, and that's crucial for the strengthening of our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So we encourage you to every day share these short studies with everybody you can, because you know people in your life who need to grow stronger in their faith. They need to come to God. They need to start thinking about their soul's salvation. Share through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can, every day. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody come to God in faithfulness and dedication. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, asking this question, what is the devil like? Is the devil real? He certainly is. No question about that. And even in the face of so many people wanting to not believe in him, so they put him out of their minds, basically, so they can live the life that they want to live, a life of ungodliness, of sinfulness, could we say of devilishness? (laughs) Well, and other people who have just outright said, I do not believe in the devil. I think that's fantasy. I think it's mythology. I think it's, it's something that's been made up to manipulate people and keep them under your control. Well, denying truth to be truth does not make it not to be truth. We can deny truth all the time. People have done that repeatedly throughout the history of mankind. It does not change the fact that truth is still truth. It simply makes us more vulnerable to the consequences of not believing the truth and living a life in response to that truth. Well, again, the Bible talks about the devil repeatedly by name and by description. Fifty-five times in Scripture the word Satan is used to identify him, 19 times in the Old Testament, 36 times in the New Testament, And the word devil is used to identify him 59 times, all in the New Testament. Jesus spoke of the devil, of Satan, numerous times during his ministry upon this earth. You can read in the gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, over and over again. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 41, John chapter 8 and verse 44, just being a couple of the examples of Jesus speaking directly of the devil. Well, we've been asking, what is the nature of the devil like? Is he this cute little guy about three or four feet tall in red flannel pajamas with some little horns sticking up and maybe pointed ears going back and carrying a pitchfork in his hand and having a long tail that is forked at the end? That's not the devil. The devil if we could really portray him, would be the ugliest of all beings, the scariest, most frightening of all beings. But the devil, well, his influence appears in the faces of people all around us who have given in to his temptations and are living in ungodliness and wickedness and evil and sinfulness. The devil 
is a slanderer. He slanders people. In fact, he'll try to work on us personally, individually, putting thoughts in our mind that we're no good, that we can't live a godly life, we can't be faithful to God, it's too hard. We're just not good enough. We're too bad to be good. But he's also a counterfeiter, trying to make himself look good and godly when he is absolutely evil and wicked, trying to make righteousness look unrighteousness and sinfulness look virtuous. He's also a liar, a deceiver, and a murderer. In fact, whenever anybody is telling a lie, they're doing the work of the devil. They're following his instigation. John chapter 8 and verse 44. He's a ruler of this world, as he's described. Not that he has that right or that it's an honorable designation, but that more people follow him into sin than follow God into Christ. More people live the ungodly life than live the godly life. More people are heading down that road to eternal condemnation in hell than are walking the straight and narrow pathway of truth that will lead them to eternal life in heaven. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. The devil is our adversary, that is our enemy, one who stands against us. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. And he is one who lays traps for us to try to snare us and take us in to sin and its destruction. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 26. And connected with that, the devil is a destroyer. When we look at Revelation chapter 9 and verse 11, notice two different words how he is described. And these ought to be frightening words as well as illuminating words as to the nature of the devil. Revelation chapter 9, verse 11. And they had as king over them the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek he has the name Apollyon. Now this is a context that is talking about the devil. You can read through that context. That word or term, abaddon, from the Hebrew, literally means destruction. The Greek, his name in Greek being Apollyon, literally means destroyer. You see, it is the devil's goal to wreak havoc upon mankind, upon humanity. He is God's enemy. He wants to pull God's creation of humanity, created in God's image, away from God and into eternal condemnation through sin. It is the devil's goal to wreck every couple's marriage he can, and even to discount the value of marriage altogether, if he could. He wants to wreck people's health because through ill health, he can hopefully, in his mind, weaken them spiritually and lead them into sin. 
lead them into unfaithfulness to God, thinking that God made them that way or let that happen to them, whatever the illness might be or the injury. And so motivate them to become angry with God, to discount God, to stop believing in him altogether. He wants to ruin every person's peace of heart. The ultimate peace that is beyond understanding only comes through our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Philippians 4 and verse 7. He wants to ruin every maiden's virtue. He would like to tear apart every friendship bond that might help somebody stay true to God. He wants to wreck every good works capability, every servant's ministry, every church's harmony, every sermon's effectiveness, and every soul's destiny. The devil is the destroyer. Our enemy, above and beyond all enemies, there's nothing likable about the devil. People oftentimes think they can make alliances with evil in some way that would serve them in the immediate moment of time. But there is no alliance with the devil that would give us any advantage of any kind whatsoever, but rather just the opposite. It would lead us to personal destruction. He's not our friend. He doesn't like us. He hates us. He hates that we are created in God's image and that if we'll walk with God, that we'll have eternal life with him in heaven. Because the devil, you see, is also God's enemy. And the only way he can hurt God, ultimately, is to pull us who are created in God's image away from God. As he can envision leading us into the fiery pits of eternal condemnation in hell, he can take some satisfaction in having hurt God. But you see, he can't make us turn away from God. He can't make us become disobedient to God. He can't make us sin. We have free will to make the choice ourselves. And God has already said that if we will walk with him in faithful obedience and commitment, that he will never let us be tempted by a temptation that is so overwhelming that we cannot endure it, that it, we cannot say no to it, but he will always make the way of escape that we may be able to bear it. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. God is there for us. God is our Father. God is our friend. And God is our strength. Jesus Christ, our Savior, died for us 
And therein is the most vivid demonstration of God's love for us. The exact opposite of the hatred that the devil has for us. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love for us. We don't deserve it, but thank you for it, Father. And that simply is a further demonstration of you being God. Father, please protect us from the devil in all of the ways that he tries to pull us away from you and into sin and thereby eternal destruction. Help us, Father, to stand strong. Give us your wisdom. Give us your strength, Father, please. Protect us, please. And help us to always see clearly that walking with you is the best way that we can live our lives with the greatest hope. And that's not just a wish, but an expectation. And with the greatest reward, an eternal home with you in heaven. Please forgive us, gracious Father, when we sin and help us to stay out of that sin. In Jesus' name, amen.